What you talking about, Willis? No, really. I have no idea what this will be about, but uh, hopefully you like it. All right. Later. Hello, and welcome to the very first edition of Old, Bitter, and Bored. Hello, hello, hello. My name is JC, and on this podcast, we will be exploring pretty much anything that comes to my mind on any given day. Um, I'm going to bitch about this. I'm going to bitch about that. Um, Like the title says, I'm old and I'm bitter and fuck, I'm bored. Life has made me bored. So how the hell are y'all doing? Um, This being the first edition, um, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go. We'll see. Um, I hope somebody listens to it chances are nobody will but if they do good i would definitely like to hear your uh, comments um you can send uh crazy weird stuff or nasty stuff to old bitter board at gmail.com um you can also check me out on twitter i'm at old bitter and bored podcast um it being the first episode, I, I hate to start on a heavy note, but uh, recently um, somebody that influenced my life quite a bit took his own life, Anthony Bourdain. Um, I, it was crazy to me to think that uh, um, I would wake up one morning and hear that he killed himself. I mean, uh, dying of an overdose or killed by some crazy people in some other country that wouldn't surprise me but killing himself i mean he had he had this great relationship with his new girl asia and i just i it boggles my mind sorry i had to get a drink um ah mm. yeah it's sad to think that he's gonna be leaving behind a couple of kids you know and a girlfriend and i mean it, it's like what gets into somebody's mind when they start thinking about taking their own life, especially when they have children. I mean, you hear people say, oh, suicide is selfish. And I'm not too sure I agree with that. But if you have children, um, I think it's one of the most horrible things you could do. You know, I mean, if you're single and you have no kids, you know, you're still going to be hurting a lot of people. But, you know, you're not leaving behind children. I don't know. It's, it's just a tough thing. Nobody that suffers from depression can really understand what somebody goes through when um, uh, they commit suicide. I mean, it, it can't be easy living with such despair and heartache and probably loneliness, you know. I mean, it's just horrible. I read his book, Kitchen Confidential, years ago, and I worked in kitchens for years. And reading that book, you could really tell, like, it was the only thing I ever read about cooking that it really felt right, you know? Like, you could tell he was in a kitchen. Um, How he talks about, like, um, all the drugs and the late night partying because he didn't get off until like two in the morning you know that really hit home because you get off at like 1 30 and you go home and 
you know, you and your buddies from the kitchen are hanging out, smoking or whatever you're into, drinking. <clears throat> and, and and you'd be up till five, six, seven in the morning. Then you'd pass out and sleep all day. And you'd get up and you'd just do it all over again. You know, that book, it was eye-opening in a way too, you know. And, and then years later he had, uh, what was it, Chef's Tour, I think it was called, on um, the Food Network and then... Uh, uh, than no reservations. I mean, that show really opened my eyes, and I and I would imagine tons of people's eyes here in America, especially uh, to just basically all these different cultures and all this different food. And you know, uh, I think it was Andrew Zimmer had done it before, something similar. But uh, the way Bourdain did it, it you know. The things he talked about and how how he would go into it so open-minded and you know it, it was great um i really really enjoyed that show and 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 i'm glad that he did so many seasons of that and then on cnn um his show on cnn i the name of it ah, it's leaving me right now but that show was awesome the one with barack obama was amazing uh I, sometimes when people like him die and, and, and you think about it, it's like he left behind so much. So his legacy is rock solid. I, I lost my father when I was pretty young and, you know, I don't have hours of footage of him talking about how he feels about life and, and all this stuff. So it's just awesome to have that when these kind of people pass away. But it just makes it extra sad, you know how you can think somebody has so much in life and then still they're just so depressed. Um, it's just sad and and uh, I'm going to take a moment of silence. I know this is probably a dumb thing to do on a podcast, you know, seeing as how it's all audio driven, you know, but we're going to take a moment of silence for Anthony Bourdain and then hopefully we're going to move on to... Uh, what the show will more be like, hopefully, into the future. So uh, let's take a moment of silence for Anthony Bourdain. Rest in peace, buddy. All right. Uh, that was pretty uh, depressing in and of itself, wasn't it? <laughs> what a way to open up a podcast, you know? Well, anyways... <coughs> Man, what is it with fucking dogs? I love my dog, but it's like he has to bark at every single fucking thing out the window, out the door. It's like summer's here, and now it's like I got to have the windows open, you know, because I like the fresh air. And he's just barking at everything. Birds, squirrels. I mean, some random dog barking like a half mile away. It's like, shut the fuck up. I'm sure eventually on this podcast, you're going to hear him barking and hearing me freak out on him. It's going to remind you of the great Kevin Smith yelling at Shecky all the time, you know? I understand exactly, like... The, the anger in his voice when he's yelling. He's like, come on, man, you know. Uh, I'm sure that's going to come up real quick. Uh, I, like I said, I love my dogs, but they won't shut the fuck up, you know. This is me being bitter about my dog that I love, but 
he does so many things that annoy me. I have a beagle and I have a wiener dog. And I think um, they are the most like barky dogs you could ever have. They bark at everything. They will bark at me when I'm walking out to the, the mailbox and they'll bark at me on the way back. I mean, it's me. They bark at me. It's like, shut the fuck up. I love you, but shut the fuck up. It's like when I was married, you know, just shut the fuck up. Um, let me know if any of you guys, if anybody's even going to listen to this damn thing, uh, let me know what you think. I, I think I gave you the addresses earlier. Um, if any of you guys have a dog and, and yeah, you love them to death. They're your children, but it's like, shut the fuck up. You know, I, it, it boggles my mind. They, they see the same people walk by every day. You know, we got these walkers and they walk by every day. It's the same person. I'll wave at them, you know, not the dog. The dog wants to murder them, you know, which is weird because my dogs are very sweet to me. But heck, they hate anybody that's walking down the street or anywhere near the yard. I mean, it could even be across the street. You know, I, I live on a four-lane road here, and they're barking at people walking across the street. Up, up, up. See, he, he's going to start right now because he's got his nose going. Don't even think about it, Mo. Nobody wants to hear that shit. I'm trying to record something over here. Jeez. Oh, it's easy to be bitter at dogs. But then you see these videos of, of these so poor dogs, you know, all mange and hurt on the street, abandoned. And then you think, oh, these poor dogs. Mo, be quiet. Be quiet. And you think, oh, you know, I want every dog I see on those commercials. But then my dog starts freaking out, and it just reminds me. Don't even start, Mo. Don't even start. I don't even know how these assholes even get a dog and then abandon it or, or get a dog and let it get all mangy and not take care of it and stuff. Those kind of people sicken me, you know? We should shoot those people, if you ask me. I mean, in my opinion, animals and dogs are more important to me than most people I don't know because dogs are innocent. You know, yeah, children are innocent, but at a certain point and at a certain age, you're no longer innocent. You're either a good person or a bad person. And let's face it, there's a lot of bad people. And if I don't know you, I don't really care about you. It's funny, if I see a person, I probably, you know, probably won't say hi. I might give them that little head nod you give to people sometimes but if i see a dog i'm like oh look at this good boy or girl and i start petting them you know and give them all the attention it's crazy <clears throat> i wonder how many people are like that you know i bet a lot of us are that's why i think we should shoot all those assholes that don't take care of their dogs it's like i get it if you don't like dogs or you're gonna beat a dog don't get one you know don't do it. It's that fucking simple, you know? Um, I get it. Sometimes you're going to smack your dog because it's barking too much or something. But, you know, that's a lot different than just, oh, driving it somewhere and abandoning it. You hear these stories of these assholes just leaving these dogs on the, 
the porches of these shelters and stuff. It's like, I really don't get it. Don't get a fucking dog, you know. But anyways, let's move on. <clears throat> um, I'm sure a lot of you guys are on Twitter and on the Facebooks and, on, and looking at all this stuff on the interwebs all the time. Um, does, does, does it piss you off half as much as it does me? I swear, I, I, I always say, oh, I'm giving up this social media shit. I'm done with it. It just pisses me off. But then 10 minutes later, I, I can't stop. It's like an addiction. I get right back on it. You know, I got to see, did I miss anything in the last five minutes? You know, I mean, what new recipes are people trying or, or, you know, like I might miss Sarah's fucking meal at the restaurant she ate at, you know, I want to see her picture. And, you know, I know people have bitched about this on countless podcasts and countless radio shows and TV, but it, it really sickens me. I mean not to be bitter or anything and maybe i'm just old you know but it, it's crazy the worst the worst is facebook because now you got facebook it's full of these old older people now like your mom and your grandma sharing oh look at this recipe or or who knows what this is and it's a fucking apple peeler i mean who doesn't know what an apple peeler is i uh, it's it's this it's that old adage of like kids these days you know <laughs> i might seem like i'm rambling on and on about all this shit but you know it, it really it makes me very bitter <laughs> not to not I'm, you might notice i'm going to jam that down your throat how everything makes me bitter right and bored isn't that the point you know of the old the bitter and the bored i i feel like the older i get the more bitter i get about all these things i'll just i'll just go on facebook and, and find something like people will post the stupidest shit you know, and then when you go on there and be like, wait a minute, that is the stupidest shit. What do they say to you? You're a troll. Go away, troll. <laughs> but maybe I am a troll. I don't care. People will call me bitter. They will. And and, and I, I embrace it. It's like it's like when somebody goes, oh, you're always negative. Um, of course, I'm negative. I've. I'm 40 years old, you know, I've lived long enough to get bitter and angry. And it's always the 20-somethings, you know. <laughs> it's the 20-somethings that always say, you're so bitter, you're so old. <laughs> and I tell them, but you'll be there right before you know it. Right before you know it, you'll see. And you'll be bitter just like me. Uh anybody been catching up on the news lately the news is always fun especially these days it's always all this stuff about and, and you never know is this even real that's the sad part i mean maybe when i was they say you know news back in the day they, they told it how it was i mean did they or were we just less informed I mean, I'm not sure. Nowadays, a news report can come out and, and they'll, they'll give you these facts, they call them, about all this stuff. And then you'll read a report that, that gives all these statistics and, and you think, are, were they just lying to us? I mean, which one of these is lying to us? Is it, I understand statistics can be skewed, but what else do we have to base things on? 
I mean, we can't base it on our own realities because our reality is different from, you know, Joe down the street's reality. You know, it's very hard. Like reading the headlines today, we see weird things like North Korea talks moving more quickly than expected. That scares me. How, why are they moving quickly? These things take time. You hear people talk about how, oh, I didn't prepare for this. I've been preparing for this my whole life. How has somebody prepared to talk to a person like, what's his name, Kim Jong-un? This guy lives in la-la land. You know, his people think he's a god. I don't think you can rationalize or, or plan for somebody that lives in that kind of life where people treat him as a god. Um, oh, it's like I said, it's hard to read the news, you know. You, you read about the Supreme Court upholding Ohio's purge of voting rolls. I mean, I don't know if, if any of you have read up on this, but basically if you haven't voted in a certain amount of time, they are going to null and void you being able to vote. I, I, I don't know. I'm reading about it right now. Um, basically, yeah, like if you don't vote, they're saying you can't vote. Hopefully, uh, I'm not being too wrong about this. I don't want to be too quiet while I'm reading this. Man, how hard is it to talk and read at the same time? Let's see. The court ruled that a state may kick people off the rolls if they skip a few elections and fail to respond to a notice from state election officials. Yeah, that's messed up. I should be able to not vote for years, which I, I got to say, I try to vote in every single election I can. Um, recently, there was the primaries, and I did not vote for that, unfortunately. And I kick myself or not, but I, you know, um, I, you better believe when the vote comes up in November, I'm voting, you know, and it, it, it doesn't really matter. I, I, I know you hear people go, oh, get out there and vote. Your vote counts. And, and I believe it does. But uh, I don't really care who you vote for. You just got to vote. You know, I mean, if you're passionate about things, vote for them. I mean, by all means, you can take the George Carlin approach and and say, you know, I didn't vote, so I have a right to bitch. Because <laughs> you also hear these other people going, well, you didn't vote, so you don't get to bitch. Well, I call bullshit on that. You can bitch about anything you want, no matter what. Just try to be informed about what you're bitching about. Don't bitch about things and that, 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 that have no basis in fact, you know? Um, that gets on my nerves. People just rallying about, oh, Muslims this and their religion that. And it's like, do you even understand what their religion is about? <laughs> Come on, people. That being said, I'm sure I'm going to end up bitching and bitter and and about about all kinds of stuff and then and then i'm gonna come to find out that fuck i was wrong about that what i was bitching about um i just promise you that uh, i will try to be as informed as possible when i am bitching bitter and bored about all these things i'm gonna be bitching bitter and bored about um 
that's all I can really say. I'm going to try to be as informed as possible because it really does get on my nerves when people are bitching and moaning about things. And, and it's just the things they're bitching about aren't true. Uh, I think a lot of the times you watch TV nowadays and that's how it is. They're just bitching. And then you come to find out they're bitching about something that isn't even true. <laughs> you know, they're bitching about teams that are kneeling, but they never kneeled. You know, they show a picture of a kneeling player, but they don't. Well, they the first they post the picture of the player kneeling and make it seem like it's during an anthem. But in all reality, he's kneeling before or after the anthem praying before the game. I mean, it's weird. You hear these right wingers and, and, and talk about, you know, uh, uh, patriotism and, and, the, and religion. I mean, they'll shove the religion right down your throat day after day. It's, it's religion this and morals that. And, and then uh, now, now they're going to try to skew this guy praying on the side of the field before a game, they're going to try to make it look like he was kneeling during the fucking anthem, when in fact it wasn't even during the anthem this picture was taken, or in fact a player that played on that team the years they're bitching about. Oh, God, gets on my nerves. But, you know, it, it's not like the left is any better. They bitch about stupid shit too all the time, and sometimes it ain't true. They'll just go with the knee-jerk reaction just like everybody. I mean, I think that's human nature. You just, you need, you, you, you are predisposed or whatever that fucking word is to pick the side you mostly agree with. That's just how it goes. You know, sad, but true, sad, but true. Um, some people will tell you, well, you, you shouldn't bitch so much and just look at life on a positive note. You know, I, I've tried that, you know, I've looked at life on a positive note and sometimes, you know, you can walk around pretty positive. Like lately, I've been a pretty happy dude. Um, I think a lot of times people uh, confuse um, bitching and moaning and being bitter and bored to, to you know, to, to being lazy or, 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 or that or that you're not happy or that you're not a happy person. Um, I think you can most certainly be a happy person and, and still be, you know, bitter and, and, and look at the cup as half empty, you know. I, I, I'm, that, I'm that kind of person that's like, I always try to uh, uh, expect the worst things. That way I prepare myself for it. So when most of the time when the worst stuff doesn't happen, I'm, I'm elated, you know. I know these people that are always like, things are always going to be good and life is always going to be good and it seems like when life gets hard those are the people that it hits the hardest because they just walk around thinking everything's going to be okay all the time you know don't get me wrong everything's going to be okay most of the time but unfortunately life is up and down so there's a lot of things to 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 fucking be bitter about you know to look at and get so angry with um i think the key to it is is letting it go but not letting it consume your life I, I, uh, over the course of, of these few minutes we've been together um these first few minutes actually you've probably noticed i've been bitching about stuff and seem very angry but uh i'm mostly a happy person and you know sometimes things help me 
look at things differently too. Like I, I smoke a little bit of weed here and there. Oh, well, I'm lying to you. I smoke a ton of weed all the time. And if I didn't, I would hate to see the kind of person I was. <clears throat> now I'm not saying everybody, it's for everybody. Um, it's very big in this country right now to uh, the legalization movement is huge, which I can't lie to you, I love, but I, I understand it's not for everybody. It's kind of like alcohol and cigarettes, you know? It's not for everybody, but I think people should be able to do it. Hell, I think most drugs should be legal. As long as you're not hurting anybody else by doing what you're doing, it shouldn't be illegal. That's the way it should go. Not everybody's going to agree with me on that one, and rightfully so. And I'm glad that I, I never want a world where everybody agrees with everything. That would be, that would be fucking bored. I mean, that would be so boring. Could you imagine that? A world where everybody agreed about everything? Oh, my God. We think we're bored now. Hell, I'm bored now. You imagine if I didn't get online and, and get angry at stuff or laugh about stuff? God, Whew, that would be tough. I mean, listen, you're going to get bitter and, and, and angry about things you're passionate about. It's just the way humans are. I mean, come on. You hear people saying, oh, well, kids these days, they're so, you know, PC this, and you, you can't say this, and you can't say that, and all these guys are getting in trouble for things they did years ago, and and, and you hear people go, well, um, smacking a girl's ass and, and flirting with her all the time, that was... Uh, that was socially acceptable back then, so it should be okay. Um, once again, I'm going to call bullshit on that, you know. Um, just because something's socially acceptable doesn't make it right. I mean, at one point in this country, it was socially acceptable to own slaves. And, and you know, you, you hear people bitching about how we should get over that or, or black people should get over that. And, and, and it's not a fact of that we're not over it. It's just we can't forget about it. You know, um, it was socially acceptable to to hit your wife and children. And, and um, there was a time in this country when it was legal to rape your wife because you were married to her. You know, does that make it right now? Knowing the things we know, knowing the way it affects people's lives. No, I'm not going to listen to that. It was socially acceptable then. And then you hear people going, well, why didn't they come out back in the day? Well, it's because people are scared, especially when these people hold jobs that are powerful or, 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 or people put power on those jobs, you know, like the Harvey Weinsteins and the, um, fuck, the Bill Cosbys. I mean, come on, he was America's dad. He was king shit back then. If they would have came out back then, they in the 80s, they would have been, their, their lives would have been over and Cosby would have went on to do what Bill Cosby did. You know, they didn't come forward because they were scared and they thought they might be the only ones. Cut to years later when people are coming out against Weinstein and, 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 and Cosby and, and Mario Patali and all these people. 
I fully believe that they should be held accountable. Now, um, should their lives or careers be ruined? That's not for me to decide. That's for the public to decide. See, now that's the key to all this. If you want to be successful in whatever you're doing, your past might come back to bite you in the butt and people might stop like wanting to come to your bakery or watch your show or, you know, um, watch movies that you uh, produce. Um, and that's, that's what's great about, you know, um, humanity and, and freedom is that um, uh, sh uh, we can choose not to go to somebody's bakery that won't make p gay couples cakes. We can choose not to support um, um, politicians and actors and, and producers and, and, and anybody, cops, um, anybody doing wrong or not doing their job the way they're supposed to, or God forbid, raping people or, 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 or coercing people to have sex with them uh, with the promise of jobs or, or, or this or that. So I think it's, it's our right to, to, to come out against these people all right that is it for the first edition of old bitter and bored um i hope you liked it um i promise you it'll get better more focused um send me your thoughts um uh, bitch moan about stuff uh to me um send them to uh oldbitterboard at gmail.com or you can hit me up on twitter at old bitter and bored podcast so um i hope you liked it um just remember to uh uh be bitter and bored because uh being bitter and bored makes the uh the happy and fun times better all right see you again hopefully bye